The Word of God says, Is any sick among you? Let them call on the elders of the church and let them pray for them, and the prayer of faith will make them whole. If you are sick in any part of your body and need healing, why not join us for the next special healing school, Saturday the 7th of December at 6.30 p.m. at Solution Chapel International, home of signs, wonders, and miracles. Barnfield Road, Northgate Crawley, West Sussex, RH10-8DS. Please call 07938-494-294 or visit solutionchapel.org for further details. The Special Healing School, Saturday the 7th of December, is free and open to everyone. Come and receive your healing. The Solution Word with Pastor Adama Segbeji. Pastor Adama has a passion to uplift people and see the body of Christ excel. His aim, to bring hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. In this message, you will learn. Anxiety number four leads to suicidal thoughts. Acts chapter 16, verse 27, the Bible says that, And the keeper of the prison, awakened from his sleep, Seeing the prison doors open, supposing the prisoners had fled, drew his sword and was about to kill himself. He was about to commit suicide. Most of the time, the reason why people try to commit suicide is they think that something they are about to commit suicide for has overcome them. But they don't know that you have actually lived to overcome that thing and that thing is just deceiving you to think that you haven't overcome it. Thank him for fighting your battles for you. Father, we thank you there we thank you. Open your mouth and thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we thank you, Jesus.
is a great God. His name is Jehovah Zebaoth. He fights your battles for you. He is working it out for you. started the year with expectations. It's the 11th month. I haven't seen the fulfillment of my expectations yet, but I've come to prophesy to you this morning, God is still working. Even though you may not feel it, even though you might not see it, even though you cannot even phantom it, God is still working. God is still working. Bible says that he makes all things beautiful in his time. He will make it beautiful Amen. for you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence. We have gathered this morning before you, the only wise God. Do a new thing in our lives. Give your people testimonies. Today's service, oh God, be empowered by the power of the Holy Spirit. Let it mark your people for life. Let it mark your people for life. We thank you. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Come on, give Jesus some praise. Give Jesus some praise. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Well, what an awesome presence we, we, we encounter this morning. All right, are you ready for the word? Okay, well, uh, for those of you who were not here last week, uh, by God's grace, we did launch a new book. Um, titled Living a Lasting Living Lasting Legacy Making a Generational Mark That Cannot Be Erased uh, How many of you have got a copy so far? Let's see Okay, good How many of you have not got a copy so far? Let's see You haven't got it so far Let me see Okay Now it's on the church website Or on Amazon Yes, it's on Amazon. Okay? So you can get it today after the service. Hallelujah. Well, are you ready for the word? Okay, turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Philippians chapter 4. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 to 7. And... 1 John chapter 5, verse 4. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 to 7. I read, the Bible says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. First John chapter 5, verse 4, it says, For whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is a victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Amen. And we are blessed by the reading of God's word. I'm starting a two-part message that I have titled, How to Overcome Anxiety. How to Overcome Anxiety, and this is part one. We are living in very challenging times. Economically, things are challenging in the nation, there is Brexit, there is uncertainty, there is election coming on, 
And so as a result of that, many are living in anxiety. There's a lot of anxiety, not just in this country, but across the world. As a matter of fact, the whole world is going through some form of shaking one way or the other. And so when situations like this present themselves, it is important for us as children of God to have understanding of the times and to prepare ourselves to be able to overcome those challenging moments. And we thank God that God's word has never left us alone. God has always made provision for us before challenges do appear. So the Bible says in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 and 7, it says, be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. That doesn't mean anxiety will not exist. Anxiety do exist, but Jesus, or the Bible is telling us, be anxious for nothing. It says, but in everything, including in the midst of the anxiety, but in everything by prayer. I want you to notice, not by complaining, not by memoring, but by what? By prayer. But by what? Prayer. By prayer. By prayer. By prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. With thanksgiving. Now, the strategy of the devil is that when you are in a situation of anxiety, the first thing you do is murmur or complain. But God is saying that the way to overcome anxiety is to pray and not only that, your prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. Don't let your request be made known unto your friend. Don't take it to your friend. Ah, do you know what I'm going through? I'm going through this. Nobody knows what I'm going through. The Bible says, let your request be made known unto God. The sad truth is that many take their requests to people who can't help them. Why are you taking your request to someone who cannot help you? So it says, let your request be made known unto who? Unto who? Unto God. Verse 7, it says, and the peace of God. So you see, when you make your prayer and your supplication with thanksgiving known unto God, look at what happens. It says, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, not some, all understanding will guard your hearts. The word guard there is like a shock absorber. Will, will, will give your heart a protected cushion. It will cushion your heart from that unsure situation. Will guard your heart and your minds through Christ. Will guard your heart and your minds through Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. So First John chapter 5 verse 4, it says, For whatsoever is born of God, Whatsoever, not, not, not some things, whatsoever. Question I want to ask is, are you born of God? Yes, amen. It says, for whatsoever is born of God. Are you born of God? Yes. Whatsoever, whatsoever, whatsoever is born of God, that's what overcomes the world. As a child of God, born of God, one confidence you must have in life is that you are an overcomer. Amen. You were born an overcomer before you showed up. As a matter of fact, an overcomer is programmed in your DNA. Amen. It says... 
whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is a confidence that overcomes the world, even our faith. So that means to overcome anxiety, your faith is crucial. Your faith must not be in God. Your faith must not be in the, sorry, your faith must not be in man. Your faith must not be in the systems of the world, but your faith must be in God. Your faith must be in God. Hallelujah. The presence of anxiety in your life is an indication of four things. Number one, that you have lost trust in the loving God. Number one, that you have lost trust in the loving God. Number two, that you have lost trust in the wisdom of God. Number two, that you have lost trust in the wisdom of God. Number three, that you have lost trust in the power of God. You have lost trust in the power of God. Number four, that you have lost trust in the sovereignty of God. So every time as a child of God, anxiety shows up, it means your trust in God is gone. That means you don't believe God can take you through this situation. And so quickly, let's ask ourselves this question. What are the causes of anxiety? What are the causes of anxiety? Matthew chapter 6 verse 25. Listen carefully to what Jesus is saying. Jesus said, therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life. Underline that. Number two, it says what you will eat. Underline that. Or what you will drink. Underline that. Nor about your body. Underline that. Or what you put on is not life more than food and a body more than clothing. So look carefully about four things that or five things that Jesus listed that causes anxiety in people. Number one is you worry about life. You worry about life. Jesus said, don't worry about your life. Worrying about your life has to do with your finances. Many people worry about their finances. And when you worry about life, you are worrying about where to sleep, a house, accommodation, because you don't have the finances to take care of that. Number two, Jesus says, what you will eat, what you will eat has to do with sustainability. You don't have what to eat. You worry. Have you noticed people worry about what to eat? They go to restaurants. There are different. I mean, they, they give them the menu and they're asking, what shall I eat? They're not sure what to eat. Sometimes I wonder, what are we going to eat today? <laughs> Sustainability. Number three, what will you drink? What to drink has to do with nourishment. Sometimes you are wondering, what will I drink today? I have nothing to drink. No juice in the house. No milk. No water. It causes people to be anxious. Worrying. Nourishment. Nourishment is not there. Number four... Jesus said, do not worry about your body. Your body there has to do with your health. When people have health concerns, it causes anxiety. Especially when you go to the doctor and the doctor writes some very scary symptoms for you. Very scary symptoms. Tells you there's something wrong with your health. You become anxious. You become anxious. You start worrying. If you have children, you start thinking about your children. Who is going to take care of our children? Health. Health issue creates anxiety. And then the last one, Jesus said about 
what you will put on has to do with clothes. So it's as if Pastor Zama has seen my notes this morning before she was, you know, but she doesn't have access to my notes. <laughs> what you put on clothes. Do you know that sometimes people spend more time thinking about what to wear than the time they spend in church? They wake up in the morning just three hours before church. For the past three hours, all they are concerned about is what am I going to wear now? And for your information, sometimes they do dress rehearsals for three hours. Different clothes. They wear this one. It doesn't look nice. They take it off, put it down, wear this one, this shoe, wear that shoe, wear that. Different, different. Worry about what to put on. And to an extent, they say, I have nothing to wear. (laughs) Yet, like Pastor Zama said, your wardrobe is full of clothes. It's even dropping down. So, these are some of the things that causes anxiety. These things causes anxiety. Number one, finances. If it's not there, people are anxious. Sometimes, even if it's there in abundance, people are anxious. They're anxious. They're scared. I'm scared this, this money might finish one day, and what will I do? I saw a news, a news line about a certain gentleman who won 10 million pounds in the lottery in 2005. 10 million pounds. He gave his family 4 million and he spent the 6 million on things we cannot name or mention in the church. And he's broke. And now he's working at 10 pounds an hour job. And he says he feels more fulfilled. Sometimes people have it in excess and they become anxious. Fear of it will finish. Something bad will happen. Sometimes what to eat causes people to be anxious. Either there is food or there is too much food. Especially in this part of the world, we are always wasting food. We go to the shops, buy one, get one free. You don't need the second one, but you buy it. They say, buy one, get one free. So you keep buying, buying, buying. And then by the time you realize you have so much food to waste, you throw it in the bin. What you will drink. Health causes people to be anxious. And what you put on, clothes, causes people to be anxious. There are some environmental factors that are known to cause several types of anxiety. And they include four things. Number one, trauma from events such as abuse, victimization, or the death of a loved one. Sometimes these external factors causes to people to be anxious. Trauma from events such as abuse. When people go through abuse, they become traumatic. When people go through victimization, it causes anxiety or the the death of a loved one. Very important. We have to understand that these are factors that, whether we like it or not, generate anxiety in people. Number two, stress in a personal relationship, marriage, friendship, or divorce. Stress. Stress. That's why one thing I don't like is strife in relationships. I mean, let's even talk about relationship in the church. If you're in a department and you're constantly late and not showing up 
and leaving the rest of the team to carry all the weight, if you don't have wisdom to handle that relationship, it might lead to stress in that department. And when there is strife, there is stress. Instead of coming to a house where the environment is suitable and comfortable, every time you wake up from your house and come in, you don't feel like coming. That's why in this church, we don't preach to insult people. We don't put people down. We lift people up. You want to come into an environment that is stress-free. Because Monday to Friday, you've gone through so much stress. You don't want to come to church now. It's somebody telling you, giving you more stress. You have to be distressed. Amen. Amen. We come here and we distress you. So that by the time you leave, you are stress free. The weight is gone. You know you can face the future with confidence. Number three, stress with work related pressures or stress from school exams. Stress with work related pressures. In my entire life, I have only suffered stress once. That was when I was working in the city as um, um, a team manager. Because in the city, it's, it's a very stressful environment. The pressure. Stress. And do you know that through this kind of stress, people have had Lifetime breakdown. Lifetime. A thing that is supposed to bring them fulfillment and joy and satisfaction brings them lifetime breakdown. I don't like a stressful environment. That's why as a pastor, I take time to rest. It doesn't matter who is dying out there. I did not come to save everyone. (laughs) Even Jesus could not save everyone. Are you following what I... So I take time to rest. So I say, oh, you are not a spiritual... Even Jesus rested. Even God rested. You see, your level of spirituality, as a matter of fact, is determined by your level of rest. When Peter was put in the prison, he was resting. He was sleeping. In the midst of soldiers, he was sleeping. So stress with work-related pressures or stress from school exams. Have you not noticed sometimes when children are about to write their exams, they go through so much stress? How many of you have ever, uh, how many of you here I did your driving test in this country. What was the stress level? And how many of you took medications? What, what, what are the medications they take? Something to calm them down? To calm you down. Number four, stress about lack of money. Rent arrears or mixed mortgage repayments. These are things that causes a lot of stress. Money is not there, stress. Lack of money, stress. Rent arrears, stress. Every knock on your door, you feel like it's your landlord. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. Especially when they send bailiffs to your house, they are knocking and then you are there. Don't answer the door. <laughs> 
They say, we know you are there. Open the door. The devil is a liar. After today, there shall be no more stress. Say a good amen. Amen. Mortgage, missed mortgage repayments. The level of stress people go through. Because the bank starts sending you threatening letters. We are coming to repossess that house. And you have nowhere. And, and, and every day, once you get these letters, every day, once, every, every time there's a knock on your door, you start thinking, they have come. <laughs> they have come to take the house. The devil is a liar. I said, the devil is a liar. What are some of the symptoms of anxiety? People with anxiety disorders present a variety of physical symptoms in addition to non-physical symptoms that characterize the disorders such as excessive, unrealistic worrying, excessive, an unrealistic worrying. You worry unrealistically. You worry about what is not supposed to be worried about. Many of these symptoms are similar to those exhibited by a person suffering from general illness, such as heart attack or stroke. And this tends to further Increase the level of anxiety. So what are some of the symptoms? Trembling. Churning of the stomach. Heart palpitations. Numbness. Or pins and needles. In arms, hands, or legs. Somebody is asking, are we in a medical church today? Yes. Because we are here to help you. Never to be anxious again in your life. Sweating. Flashing. Restlessness. Easily tired. Trouble concentrating. Irritability. Muscle tensions. Trouble falling or staying asleep. Being Easily startled. So these are some of the symptoms of anxiety. The presence of anxiety leads to four things. Anxiety leads to four things. Number one, distress. Distress. First Samuel chapter 22 verse 2. The Bible says that, And everyone who was in distress... Everyone who was in debt, everyone who was discontented, gathered to him, so he became captain over them. And there were about 400 men with him. This is talking about David and the 400 men who, were, who, who had the three Ds. Distress, in debt, and discontented. So, anxiety leads to distress. People who are anxious, they easily get distressed. Have you seen when they tell you a dog is in distress? For instance, when they hear fireworks. You know these fireworks? It causes dogs, a lot of dogs, to, have, to go into distress. And so, most of the time, when people are in anxiety or they're, they're in the midst of anxiety, you see they, they, they get distressed easily. The person that you saw yesterday, nicely smiling, nicely dressed up, in a day becomes an old person, distressed. That's a sign that this person is going through a very high level of anxiety. Number two is depression. Anxiety leads to, number two, depression. First Samuel chapter 16, verse 23. The Bible says that, and so it was whenever the spirit f- from God was upon Saul 
that David would take a harp and play it with his hand. Then Saul would become refreshed and well, and the distressing spirit would depart from him. Now, you know the story that when, when the spirit of God leaves Saul, he enters into a periodic situation of depression. He becomes very depressed. He wants to kill everyone around him. And so David becomes the solution to Saul's depression. Whenever that spirit of depression comes, what David was doing was playing. So every time David plays, the Bible says that Saul is refreshed. That's why we don't take the time of praise and worship in the house of God for, for granted. Because in the, the Bible says God inhabits the praises of his people. So listen, God doesn't show up during the preaching time. God shows up during the praising time. The preaching is for you. The praising is for God. Mm, amen. So when we come praising, that's not the time to start thinking, did I leave the iron on? Did I leave the pot on? Oh, I forgot to pay that bill. That's a devil playing on your mind because he doesn't want you to focus on the magnitude of God's goodness and that's where your testimonies are birthed. So when David begins to play, the Bible says that Saul is refreshed. He's refreshed and the evil spirits leaves him. He's refreshed and well. And the distressing spirit departs from him. Depression is a killer. That's why you must be careful of environments. Do you know that most of the time, people who go through this situation will get there. When people are anxious, they start self-harming themselves. That's why if you begin to feel that tiredness, look for the house of God. Run to God's house. Run to, go to a heaven house. You see, this, this battle, you can't fight it alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't think you can fight this thing alone. God in his wisdom said, don't forsake the assembling of the brothers together. God in his wisdom, because he knows that in, in the gathering there is power. When we come together. No matter how depressed you were before coming into the house of God, by the time you leave, that spirit goes away. Because you have come into an atmosphere where the presence of God abides. Number three, anxiety leads to self-harm. People who go through anxiety most of the time, you see them self-harming themselves. My wife is a pharmacist, so she, she sees this weekly. She sees people self-harming themselves, coming for all kinds of medications. And such people, you can't leave them alone. And sometimes they become so addictive to the self-harming that they take it to the next level. Acts chapter 16, verse 28 the Bible says that Paul called with a loud voice saying, do yourself no harm for we are all here. This has to do with the jailer when the prison doors were open, he was about to self-harm himself. Because he was anxious, he's never seen such a situation before. He became very anxious. He knows that if his bosses come and the prisoners are not there, he will be killed. He will be in big trouble. So he nearly self-harmed himself. But thank God for Paul. Thank God for pastors who will speak to your destiny and say, it doesn't matter what you've lost. Do not self-harm yourself. It doesn't matter what you've lost in life. God can restore it again. And I've come to prophesy to you the God that I said 
save. He will restore to you what you have lost a thousand times more. Amen. And when he restores, the Bible says that and the end was of Job was better. Your end will be better. I said your end will be better. Somebody, this week is your week of restoration. I said this week is your week of restoration. In the mighty name of Jesus, whatever you have lost this week, God will restore. I said this week, God will restore. In the name of Jesus, I said this week, you don't know how it's going to happen, but this week, God will restore. Because he's a God who restores. Anxiety number four leads to suicidal thoughts. Acts chapter 16, verse 27, the Bible says that, and the keeper of the prison, awakened from his sleep, seeing the prison doors open, supposing the prisoners had fled, drew his sword and was about to kill himself. He was about to commit suicide. Most of the time, the reason why people try to commit suicide is they think that something they are about to commit suicide for has overcome them. But they don't know that you have actually lived to overcome that thing and that thing is just deceiving you to think that you haven't overcome it. Let me put it this way. Suicide is killing yourself today over something that happened yesterday that you already overcame. You have already overcome it. You are an overcomer. I nearly committed suicide twice in my life. As a young boy growing up, I felt unloved. It got to a point where I thought my father was not my real father because he wasn't paying my fees for me. Every time I needed school fees, he said, go to your, your mother. <laughs> because there were, there were a lot of us. Because he's done, he's done it for the rest and he didn't see no, no reward. So he felt, what's the point? Doing it for this last two that is left. Me and my, my sister, the last one. Twice, I felt unloved. Twice, I nearly committed suicide. And there are Christians who are in the church who feel unloved. Sometimes people have come to church just to say their last prayer. Most of the time, during crossover service. They come and say, today I'm going to end it, so I'm just coming to church for the last time and then say bye to God and go. And then they come into the house of God. Then the word of restoration and rescue come and they are rescued from the pit of the devil. You will not commit suicide. I said you will not commit suicide. It doesn't matter what you are going through. You will not commit suicide in the name of Jesus. Every suicidal thought is arrested now. I said every suicidal thought is arrested now in the name of Jesus. There will be no one in your family bloodline that will commit suicide. Right now we arrest them with the blood of Jesus. We send forth the blood. That speaks better things than the blood of bulls. We send forth the blood of Jesus to speak for them in the name of Jesus. So finally as we close, question we want to ask is how do we overcome anxiety? Because it's not enough to know all the symptoms and know how it happens and not to be able to overcome them. 
four ways quickly. How do we overcome anxiety? Number one, change what you read, listen, or watch. Change what you read, listen to, or watch. Because what you read can put some suicidal thoughts in your mind. If you read all these junk books about suicide and all those things, it, it might affect you. Change what you read. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. It says, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may be able to prove what that is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. So change what you read, change what you listen to, and change what you watch. Change what you watch. Since I married my wife, I've never watched a horror movie. I used to watch a lot of horror movies. <laughs> because my wife doesn't like horror movies. I can't remember the last time I watched. How many of you used to remember the number one horror movie hero, actor? Do you remember him? The one that has that long teeth. You don't remember him? Eh? Dracula. So you remember Dracula. <laughs> but you told me not to watch. <laughs> so I don't watch horror movies. It's like I'm scared of horror movies now. Praise God. I'm not scared of anything. I'm just... Because I don't want to waste my time. One hour I watch horror movie and then in my sleep I start acting horror. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what you watch. Change what you watch. Some of us, we watch all the wrong things. All the wrong things. Especially some movies from a certain country. I will not mention the name. It starts with the letter N. There's so much crying and witchcraft and, you know, all kinds of, you know. Change what you watch. A man has painted his face funny. You know, they said, come on, come on, change what you watch. Number two, way to overcome anxiety is change the anxiety association. I call them the anxiety association. Do you know there are associations that are called anxiety associations? You don't know, I'll show you them today. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33. It says, do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts what? Corrupts what? So what the Bible is basically saying is that no matter how good manners you have, if the company you are associated with have bad manners, it's just a matter of time you start acting bad. So if the association is is anxiety association, guess what? They will show you all the symptoms of anxiety. And very little thing, you start getting anxious. Remember, the Bible says, be anxious for Nothing. nothing. Number three, way to overcome anxiety is listen to the word constantly. Not here and there, constantly. Romans chapter 10 verse 17. It says, so then faith comes how? By hearing and hearing how? The word of God. Change or listen to the word of God how? Constantly. This church, we don't sell anything to make profit. 
we have the messages out for you free. We say listen. Many of you don't listen. You listen to gossip. What is the latest gossip in town? What will the gossip in town help you with? Nothing. Faith comes by what? And hearing what? Hearing the word of man? Hearing the word of the news? No. No, hearing the word of God. So you have to listen to the word constantly. Be immersed in the word. There are a lot of, you know, these days, um, there are a lot of things out there on, in, the, in relation to the word that can help change your environment. Amen. Go on YouTube. There's a Bible there that for maybe 12 hours, somebody is reading the Bible and there's a soft music underneath. Let it play in your house. Keep hearing the word. Change your environment. Our daughter um, recently have started, you know, doing our bedroom. She goes to our bedroom, makes it up nicely, and she puts this nice, uh, like a spa music. The same bedroom. I said, wow. And she changes the lights in the bedroom. I said, my God. This girl is going to have lots of spas across the world. Amen. And when she does that, when I go to the room, it's changing my, my, my mood. It's changed. There's a special anointing that just comes upon me. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I said, wow. It's like our bedroom is a seven-star bedroom now. It's awesome. So all of these things are there to help you grow. What you listen to is important. Number four, the last and the final one, how to overcome anxiety, is trust the integrity of God's word. Trust the integrity of of God's word. Psalm 119 verse 40, it says your word is very pure, therefore your servant loves it. Amen. Your word is very pure. Trust the integrity of God's word. God's word is not contaminated. God's word is very pure. It says your word is very pure. Therefore, your servant loves it. Hallelujah. So it's important for us to be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, we should let our requests be made known unto God. And when we do that, the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will garrison your heart, will guard your heart and your minds through Christ Jesus. And when that happens, people will be going through anxious moments, but you will become. In the midst of the storm, the the disciples said, Jesus, carest not thou that we perish? He was sleeping. Do you know why some people thrive in stormy situation because they know where their confidence is. My trust is not in man. My trust is in God. Hallelujah. It's time for us to move our trust from what is happening around us in the world and put it into God. And as we do that, God will bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. Did you receive it today? Let's give Jesus a better praise if you received it. Hallelujah. Let's rise up on our feet. 
I just want us to pray just for two minutes. I want you to pray. There's an anointing here to destroy every spirit of anxiety. Amen. I want you to now begin to pray. Destroying it. Any deceptive thought. Open your mouth and begin to pray now. The spirit of God is here. There are some wives that are anxious that their husbands don't know of. There are some husbands who are anxious that they can't tell their wives about their anxiety. But listen, you can tell God about it. You can tell God about it. You are a child of God. Be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. You will not die, but you will live to declare the glory of God. Don't allow anxiety to put fear in you. Don't allow anxiety to destroy the trust of God. Put your trust in God. Be anxious for nothing. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, I bring your sons and daughters before you. I come against any attack of anxiety. I rebuke it now. Devil, you have no hold in this church. Everyone in this church belongs to God. And they are covered with the precious blood of Jesus. Amen. Therefore, they are a no-go area. Amen. Anyone that is going through anxiety because of relationship problems right now, I speak to that relationship. I speak peace to that situation in the name of Jesus. Anyone going through anxiety because of the loss of job or a loss of a loved one, Right now, in the name of Jesus, I speak peace to that situation. I speak peace to that situation. I speak peace to that situation. In the name of Jesus. Any strife in any family that is creating anxiety, that is causing family members to be at loggerheads, fights all the time. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I speak the peace of God into that family. I speak the peace of God into that family. In the name of Jesus. I thank you. I call it done. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to do one thing and then I'm going to show you. I'll show you one thing and I'll tell you what we're going to do. Next week, we'll finish this off. I'll show you seven ways to overcome anxieties. There are seven ways. There are lots more ways, but there are seven practical ways that you can overcome anxiety. But let me tell you, one of the things that destroys the spirit of anxiety is joy. The spirit of joy. The spirit of joy. And the spirit of joy is expressed through shouting, celebration, and jubilation. Amen. So right now we are going to shout, we are going to celebrate, we are going to jubilate. I said amen. Some of you are going to jump, some of you are going to kick your legs, we are going to celebrate. Are you ready now? Ready? Go. Come on, give the Lord a shout.
done. No more anxiety. No more fear. In Jesus' name. Let's give Jesus some praise. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to The Solution Word by Pastor Adama Segbeji. For prayer or further details, please call us on 01293 Or why not visit us this Sunday at 10 a.m. at Solution Barnfield Road, Northgate Crawley, RH10 8HQ. Your experience at Solution is sure to be a time of great blessing. Solution bringing hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. The Word of God says, Is any sick among you? Let them call on the elders of the church and let them pray for them, and the prayer of faith will make them whole. If you are sick in any part of your body and need healing, why not join us for the next special healing school, Saturday the 7th of December at 6.30 p.m. at Solution Chapel International, home of signs, wonders, and miracles. Barnfield Road, Northgate Crawley, West Sussex, RH10 8DS. Please call 07938-494-294 or visit solutionchapel.org for further details. The Special Healing School, Saturday the 7th of December, is free and open to everyone. Come and receive your healing.